I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Taylor Morgan filling in today for Boyd Matheson alongside Mara Carabello. Uh, Mara. Have you ever been just hanging out at home, maybe making dinner in the kitchen or perhaps watching a show, and out of nowhere, Siri or Alexa just starts responding to a question you, you didn't ask? That you didn't ask, of course, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so when when we hear the words big tech, what do we think about? Uh, it brings that, – that comes to mind for me, the fact that I have multiple devices owned by different corporations mm-hmm. just monitoring – constantly listening, I don't know, recording, maybe <laughs> selling, selling my conversations. Sure. Who knows, right? Uh, but we, big tech's access in our lives is all-encompassing. And as consumers, uh, you know, uh, I'll speak for myself. As a consumer, I have opted into that, right? I am all in. I, I just hit agree to all those user agreements. I don't read it's any so of it. It's so easy after that. Yeah. We don't even have to think. Apple has everything on me, and right. I have just given it to them, and no questions asked, right? Well, we are seeing new legislation in Congress right now that would try to rein in big tech, specifically when it comes uh, to competing uh, on the price of products, right? right. What consumers see online on various platforms, right? Different platforms, especially very, very large uh, tech firms like Meta, that's Facebook, right? Right, The rebrand there. Meta, Amazon, Apple, uh, these are the biggies, right? Right. This legislation uh, would go directly after uh, the ability for smaller and brick and mortar businesses to compete. Well, this is super complicated. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a bipartisan piece of legislation sponsored by Amy Klobuchar and Charles Grassley. The American Innovation and Choice Online Act, uh, Senate Bill uh, 2992. That's 2,992 if you're <laughs> counting, right? Well, we have with us now an expert to help walk us through the details of this legislation, uh, what it would do and whether it's good or bad, uh, in his opinion. James Chernosky is the senior policy analyst at Americans for Prosperity. Uh, there he focuses on tech and innovation. James, thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. What can you tell us about this legislation? Yeah, it's a great question. Basically, more or less what this legislation does is that it would take uh, the, the primarily it's trying to cut it down to the big tech platforms of Meta, Google, Apple, uh, and basically trying to restrict uh, and Amazon and trying to restrict their abilities from being able to engage in what is called self-preferencing. Uh, this is where you can go and prioritize uh, certain goods in terms of how they're displayed to a consumer. Uh, this is actually a very traditional business 
uh, model that we see incorporated in a brick and mortar store. If you walk into a Walmart, there's nothing about that store that has not been pre-planned from the second you walk in. Uh, but they're going after these online uh, ecosystems because they think that that's a more uh, uniquely monopolistic way is the terminology that Representative Ken Buck, who's a sponsor of this uh, legislation in the House, uh, describes as the reason as to why he thinks that's necessary for this kind of legislation to pass. So that's the basics of what it's trying to do. As to whether or not that's true or not, I think is completely up for debate. And whether or not this legislation is actually good for competition is completely debatable. But it sounds like your analysis is that you're leaning towards that it wouldn't, in fact, be a monopoly buster. You're finding it to tip the scales um, and and be preferential in a different way. Is that true? Yes. I, I mean, if you're looking at the bill, the way that it was constructed, the way that they've done a lot of carve outs, uh, it's more or less, you know, trying to go and target these companies explicitly. And the whole point of antitrust law is that it's supposed to go and remedy harms against consumers like you and me and Taylor. Uh, when companies go and act in bad faith or they go and they knowingly you know, harm us with their products. And that's not what this legislation is doing. What it is doing is that it is punishing companies that are actually successful at getting you and me and Taylor and other people in Utah and around the country goods and services they want at a very good price, uh, a lot lower than where it's been historically. It's actually one of the only industries out there right now, despite this horrible inflation problem that we're having, that's not really having inflation hit it as hard. So I think that the problem is, is that it's rewarding companies uh, that are competitors with many of these tech companies rather than trying to uh, encourage innovation and encourage competition in more meaningful and less intrusive ways. But America has had a long tradition of monopoly-busting legislation. So what, in your mind, does the role of size play? I mean, we are talking about, as the bill's currently written, I think only Amazon, Apple, and Meta would qualify or you know be considered in this. So does, does size have any role... Um, in your mind, in the marketplace, in regulating um, it? Not, not necessarily. Again, there's other metrics that we have to look at. Uh, size is not, that's not something that we've looked at in antitrust law because we didn't think that that was something that was actually as critical to the process of looking at competition, right? Since the 1970s, what we focused on is this notion uh, called the consumer welfare standard, where we're looking at price points of goods and services and seeing how that can go and impact the consumer, because that's the point of antitrust law, is to, con- to take care of the consumer, right? So if, if a company happens to be big and they're able to get goods and services to consumers uh, effectively, that's fine. If it's a small company, that's also fine. What matters is that we just encourage institutions that can go and enable competition to happen. And the reality is, is that antitrust laws are not the reason for seeing the environment that we're seeing right now. There are literally dozens of other little things that are all leading to a lot of the concentration and other kinds of concerns that people are raising right now. And I think it's more appropriate to go down those routes and explore remedies in those spaces over something that's more fundamental like antitrust. Yeah. So I'm looking at the legislation right now, and it looks like as currently currently written, uh, it only applies uh, to platforms that have at least 50 million monthly active users. Uh, or annual market capitalization in the U.S. exceeding $550 billion. Right now, that applies only to Apple, uh, Alphabet, and if you don't know, that is the parent company of Google, uh, Amazon, and Meta, right? So those four companies, and it 
potentially Microsoft, but they're not. Uh, it's unclear whether Microsoft would actually qualify or not. And, and so this, James, look, I every time I go shopping, if I'm going to go to uh, Target to get something, I'm getting online. I'm getting on the app or I'm getting on the website first. Uh, to find a price, compare prices before I actually physically go to the store or even if I do that at all, right? Will this hurt or help me? You have 10 seconds, yes or no. What do you say? No, this won't help you. It's simple. Okay. It just won't help you get what you want to see happen. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much, James Shonosky, who is a senior fellow at the Americans for Prosperity, which is a libertarian conservative political advocacy group. Advocacy group. Thanks for joining us today and walking us through some complex legislation. Thanks for having me, guys. Coming up, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Mike Lee might agree on guns. What? What? Stay tuned. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.